one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Match Ball. Hello there and welcome to the live streamed match ball. Uh, Dan, Michael and Moscow with you uh, here. Live streaming on YouTube to, to everybody. Uh, this is a freebie for you. We weren't going to do one tonight. But uh, what a treat. Two of, us are, <laughs> two of us are full of cold. Brilliant. Yeah, we should say we are, me and Michael both sound absolutely awful, full of cold, but we are COVID negative. We should say that before somebody. Better be. We are. Um, anyway. Well, frankly, after that, I'm just begging for something to take me because that was poor, wasn't it? It was poor. Um, we should say thank you to Levi Solicitors for their support on the podcast. 10% off your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Um, go on then, where do we start with that? We lost to a to a smartwatch and, and a Cooperism. To a what, sorry? A smartwatch. Goal line technology. Oh, of course. Beep, beep, yes. beep. Melier's behind his line. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, to get into the coaching stuff. Stand in front of your line for a goalkeeper, don't you? You can't mm. say you can't say anything behind it. What's difficult though is Melier is very tall, and his mm-hmm. eyes are front facing. So how can he always be sure where the line is? What would be your advice? Just have a little glance down. I think, yeah, that that'd work. But it, the, the Athletic it, did do a piece about this a while ago, and they did say this is a mistake he does make sometimes because he, he it's quite logical. You, you take a step back to give yourself a bit more time. So and you also can to see, see where the line is. Because mm. if it's behind you, you can't see. I've got eyes in the back of his head. So how is he going to know where the line is if he didn't go back? Oh, it's there. I need to go forward again. Ah, they've scored. But yeah, is that where it's falling mm. down? His footwork wasn't good, was it? No. But And it's not the first time it's happened, but you know, he's, he's still very, very good and he's still young and he'll learn and so on and so forth. Better to do these things in the Carabao Cup, isn't it? Rather than while we're fighting relegation. The um, Well, yeah, we can concentrate on staying in the league now. Can't we? Um, the, well, the big thing, the big takeaway from that is it all fell apart after Tyler Roberts went off, didn't it? I mean, for sure. The mm. two, they were obviously the two linchpins holding it all together. It was, um, it was a weird change because the, you know, it's all disappeared under the misery of the second half. But the first half was fine. Mm. It wasn't great, but everything was, you know. So when you start making loads of subs, right. and it's and it's five subs in this competition, isn't it? For the rest of the competition, not that we are affected by that now. We were just about on top first half, though. Mm. I thought we were just we were the better team, and admittedly, we weren't creating many chances but you know neither were they no it seemed it seemed fine the second half right from the start where they, they were on top weren't they don't know if they made some tweaks and just were able to close us down but it felt like we were really certainly by the end of it we were really going through the motions in that it felt like we were trying to there was still a vague effort being made to like oh, okay we'll do the little passing triangles and stuff but everyone knew it was 
it was not it was done, wasn't it? It yeah. was just like, let's just get home. It was like the um, the five 0 at Old Trafford at the weekend. Well, no, no it wasn't because yeah. we still have our self respect. Well, there is that. So. I mean, like everybody at seventy minutes in that, everyone's like, "Nah, this ain't happening, is it?" Just just see this one out, clock watching, and let the stadium empty. But yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get really upset about a game like that, isn't it? When there's so much at stake with the Premier League, and it's and I, and I know this sounds like you know being wise after the event, but who cares about the Carabao yeah, Cup? But, you know who does care about the Carabao? I mean, Cup? we we spent a lot of the first half trying to come up with famous Benjamins, didn't we? We, we were a little mm. bit distracted because we weren't that engrossed in the game, mm. um, because obviously Ben White has insisted on being called Benjamin now because mm. I think and it, he's frosted his hair as well, mm. like like a that's what I've done figure. to mine. Like Darren Day, it's good. So uh, nice. Darren Day suddenly cropped up from. But yeah, I mean, and by the end of it, then in, when we had, because um, we talk about how to introduce youth into this team and some of our exciting under twenty threes, then so good that Drummer's making his debut. Good that Joffrey gets um, back on again. But then when you've also got Somerville's out there and Greenwood's out there, and it turned very much into it went from a Carabao opportunity to go to Wembley and lose to Manchester City seven nil to early rounds of the Carabao where you're seeing what the under-23s and old man for sure is what sort of state everybody's in. And um, and that wasn't really what we'd... Well, it wasn't what we signed up for, but also I think just generally this game was in the way. Mm. Any If it had been on another week, if it hadn't, I really wanted to cruise out of um, our easy victory over Wolves, felt like a victory, into battering Norwich about. And then this is kind of been in the way so the vibe was was not good it's ruined it a bit for me because I was thinking maybe things were back on track after the weekend the last 20 minutes and then you see that and you think mm, well they might okay. be because maybe it's th- still not it's it's still not the first team because it's Adam Forshaw's in there and he can only he's still only fit for a half and we've got a, a debutant at right back so we're obviously we're, we're experimenting a little bit and Rodrigo and Roberts aren't the, the, the front two pairing it should be we've not got Bamford there um, so and so it wasn't our team. Mm, it's the people who are in I mean, our it, team. I mean, it was the people who are in our they team play, that they were play also for bad. United. Like Liam Cooper was completely at fault for the second goal. Calvin Phillips seemed to have completely given up at the end. There was that time when he, he just had a bad first touch and was being really sloppy, and Lacazette got in and he fouled him in the end, didn't he? I think. Yeah, um, just but like Harrison was rubbish. Dan James didn't do anything. It's almost like nobody was really that arsed. Yeah. Mm, well, they were in the first half. Like there was enough. I saw enough ass from us rather than the no <coughs> to think that the you know we were trying to win this thing. And if you know it's um, ifs and buts, but uh, Dan James when he's when he he turned around in our half after clearing a corner and suddenly realised there was nobody stopping him running to goal. Um, and if he just passed to Rodrigo instead of going the other side, it was was it Dallas on his other side. Mm-hmm. He drew the. He managed to. He did the right thing, did James, because he waited for long enough to draw the defenders to him. Mm. But then he passed it to Dallas, who was also with those defenders see, I around. I don't him. necessarily think he did do the right thing. I thought he held on to it a little bit too long, even though I knew what he was trying to do, because he, he lost yeah. the angle for the the out ball, didn't he? He needed to trust a little bit more in Rodrigo's pace, because I think him being James being so fast himself, he thought he needs to take us as far upfield as possible before releasing it. Whereas I think if he'd released a little bit early, uh, Rodrigo would have. Um, got onto the pass on that side and he would have definitely put it in the top corner and we'd be sitting here now talking about a 4-0 Leeds win. Mm. How do you think Drama got on? He looked a little bit nervy early doors, didn't he, when um, Urente, of all people, Urente had time to calm down. I thought he did all right. I mean, he 
yeah, there was the the first pass to him was it was I mean it was a it was a little bit of a short pass, but he didn't run towards it, did he? And then he got done once that I seem to remember when I think it was um Martinelli on the on the left wing did him once, didn't he? But overall I thought he was he was fine. It's hard to split out in that game mostly many people who were much better or worse than anyone else because mm. who did play well, really. They were all, at best, I think any of them were about a five out of ten. Do we want to have a little pop at Martinelli while you mention his name for being a crying little bitch? Yeah, can do, yeah. Because that, that getting his, when he, when his he, nose brushed. Basically, uh, Drama did the thing of going, um, there's, there's something on you. <laughs> and that's not a foul, that's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, and Dr- Drama was um, good. He was definitely, I mean, I think even an experienced experience professional experiences a certain amount of terror from being Diego Llorente's outball. Um, that just comes with the territory. But he, uh, after that initial freeze, because the first pass to him, it was like, I don't know if his mind was suddenly, shit, I'm at the Emirates and I'm playing for Leeds and somebody's passed to me because he did just stand there and it took a little a bit of time to um, get him. But Lee Hendry on the commentary had that great bit of uh, analysis where he said, oh, Arsenal have really done the homework targeting drama <laughs> as if because all the attacks were going down the left weren't they that yeah left. but they had obviously spotted that there was a player in the team who'd never played for the team before I don't think it needs a particular galaxy brain to think well let's try and attack him he's our fourth choice right back isn't he I suppose because you've got Ailing Shackleton Dallas yeah Bielsa will and always then... find somebody won't he? but um, <laughs> he was good and if he it's good he settled, only, he settled uh, into it didn't he that's the point yeah, yeah. he looked he didn't look um after the initial few minutes, he didn't look out of place at all. And I mean, that's damning him with fake praise considering sort of how bad we were overall. He was good. And when you're looking for any benefits from the Carabao Cup, it's ticking off those debuts. Yeah. So he's now played 90 minutes for Leeds. So that's good and that's progress. And it's, it's it crap goes, though, isn't it? That goes with the bank. Yeah, I was going to say it's crap. That, that's all we can really take out of it is that, you it's know, we got competition. Yeah, got more minutes for Joffe. We got um, a debut for Drama, which, and to be fair, caused a lot of excitement early doors, didn't it? When it was, when the teams were announced. So. It's just that, like Moscow's said though, I mean, you know, I don't know what Chelsea have gone to penalties, haven't they? But ultimately it'll probably be them or Man City Man City will win it anyway. They always win it. It's the only reason the cup exists is Manchester City can have a chance. Oh yeah, Chelsea have gone through on pens. So I mean... There's just no joy. They can, they're in a position where their, you know, their reserve team is still worth like a billion pounds and it's it's really good. So, well, I know, well like Arsenal today to an extent, I know people always say we just make excuses about how much money everyone else has spent, but they brought on Lacazette who was... About forty-five million quid, I think, has something Daft they paid for him, and then some other sub who I'd never actually heard of, who they paid eighteen million quid for, because I was like, oh, I don't really know who he is. Yeah, you yeah. Him up and I was like, uh, do you, have you heard this guy before? It was Lukonga. That was it. And I was like, oh, they paid eighteen million quid for him. Uh, it's oh. mad. You'd, you'd want somebody you'd heard of for eighteen million, and some of the quality on Arsenal's team as well. You can maybe understand why all those people on their YouTube channels are so angry because you can kind of take a, a shot over the bar from. Jackie Harrison cost 10 million or um, Joffe had that shot at the end and he cost us a million from Wigan. That, that's fine. But when you've paid 70 million pounds for somebody and they're in space and they check back onto the, the favoured foot and unleash a shot and it goes miles over the bar into the stands. I start to, I do, I kind of had this after the Wolves game when um, uh, bad as Jackie Harrison was in the first half and he ended up being substituted. When you watch the game back and looked for what, Triore, who is worth probably three times as, as much as him and um went to the Euros with Spain and is, you know, the big the big exciting Just a big man. <laughs> oil, 
oily shots that everybody thinks is is uh, is exciting and dangerous did now. And you sort of think, well, actually, Harrison had a better game than Traore. Just he was not one of our better players, so you had to take him off. And um, all our players were better than uh, Pepe, who's a Bielsa, a Bielsa um, child. Is that the word I'm after? He only had him for a few months. Yeah, but he made him and moved on. A lot of money. It is odd sometimes to see how bad some of those uh, players can be and annoying then when they they win <coughs> oh you really Excuse are me. suffering I am yes uh, I was going to say about yeah, Urente's out ball that you mentioned before I, so it was enjoyable that's one of the things I enjoyed in the first half he likes that no look twat it at someone in midfield like he looks like he's going to pass it over to the right and then he'll put it in the middle and he had someone in midfield as well with um, Adam Forshaw back yeah it was good to see him back in there although he did look a little bit rusty at times but I guess that's to be expected when you're out for two years uh, but it's all it's all just a bit meh, was he rusty or was he tidy um, tidy rust mm. like somebody's found him in a like an old Rolls Royce found in a garage and they've cleaned him up a bit mm. it's, it's it's he's kind of the measure of the Carabao Cup where you are giving him a half and then it seemed like the that's uh, what I mean it's all meh yeah. the Urente substitutions planned as well to get Cooper on not necessarily planned for planned for Cooper to um, drop Melier in it quite as badly as he did you know people sometimes say I talk too much on this but look, look at the state of the people I'm, <laughs> I'm with that if one's not coughing it's the other um, yeah Co- Cooper coming on and I don't know where he imagined Melier was or what he thought Melier could do with that back header it's the thing is it's it's frustrating seeing it happen and we've and he's, we, you know we've described him as Cooperisms haven't we before Liam Cooper doing Liam Cooper things, and he's got them in him, unfortunately. You know, this season he has been excellent um, for the most part. Good against Wolves. And professional football, I don't want to make excuses for him because that's not our job as fans. Our job is to get angry with them. Um, But he, uh, I don't know, he just just did did a thing, didn't he? And and football's hard. What was the worst bit of play in that sequence? Was it Cooper's back header or was it Eddie and Ketty's finish? I think they were both terrible. You mean the, the, the one that ended up in the net? Yeah, but it was awful. He did his best to miss <laughs> it. And he, you know, to then run away celebrating against the club that basically turned him into the player he is now. The mm. player he is now being Arsenal's Abs- League Cup striker. Absolutely awful. It was a proper little um, championship reunion, wasn't it? With Ben yeah. White and Emil Smith Rowe, obviously, on the pitch as well. The, uh... Should have been. And that, how did Eddie and Ketty get player of the match? From Scott, he just scored. They should have given it to Emil Smith Rowe in mm. recognition of what he did in uh, July 2020. Mm. It, it just feels like it never, it never works, does it, Lily? The, this changing the cup side around, and well, we don't have a strong enough squad, do we? The changes we make during the game always just seem to make it worse. It's not the squad; it's the curse. Mm. It's Leeds, and well, maybe, but we did the same against. Crawley last year and lost and so you do it against Arsenal and you lose we could probably do it against mm. the school team the thing is that Crawley lose. Crawley was proper it was a proper like proper B team that was kind of fringe players and one debut and it was, it was stronger I felt but it's just that we don't have the squad depth to do it do we it just it feels like I don't know does it feel like under Bielsa we just have to kind of forfeit the cups as it stands at the minute because we've had too much at stake we've a promotion at stake and now we've got to stay up that's at stake we're not really we don't have the luxury of um, being able to think about cup runs just yet with that Paper thin squad. I mean, the thing with the cups is it used to be a, a thing that you could win if you weren't one of the best sides, didn't it? Whereas now Man City would just win it. <laughs> it <laughs> That's kind the of, other thing as well. It does kind of yeah. ruin it. Yeah. it. It ruins the buzz a bit for a cup run because you think. Well, we we'll just wait until Real Real Mares well, exactly. at Wembley past us because you think. Well, yeah. we could avoid them till the final. 
I suppose, and that might be a way of getting there. But yeah. generally, the best teams get to the later stages of competitions, don't they? That's the thing. Probably in a semi-final, you'll have to. Play. Are the semi-finals still two legs, or have they ditched that? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. But you'll at some point you'll play them, and they'll have you know Bernardo Silva will be there back up, and we've got Greenwood for, not to slag him off, but you know making uh, was it his first? Wasn't his first appearance? Was it? He has come no, he's before. Been in. But he's he's playing his first first minutes as a professional footballer essentially, and yeah, it's not really comparable. Yeah, well, the the luxury Manchester City have is they've had Phil Foden in their um, reserve team for how many seasons going? Oh no, Phil Foden he might be the best player in the world, but he's not quite ready to start yet. And um, and when he desperate. and when he does play, he's played alongside you know. David Silva or someone who he's managed to have that luxury of coming on in a team that full of excellent players. Where you tell me that Cody Drama is not watching Liam Cooper's expertise, expert header. Mind you, it was Drama who um, sent the ball back to him, wasn't it? Who cut the ball? Was it back inside? Was it header? Back we blame the boy. Probably. I mean, if you're looking for a scapegoat, last in, first out. Yeah. <laughs> no, is that how it works? I don't think so. I mean, if we're going to put Mark Jackson in and play the kids, mm. we've got to. We can't be slagging him off. Well, this is it. But I mean, if Mark Jackson is training. Cody drama to to do that. Then is it is his job got to be coming under pressure? Is it time we got Andy Cousins in? It's, it's possible. I mean, I think we've been crying out for a Paul Pettinger return, haven't we, for <laughs> for many decades now? Get Mark Tinkler in. <laughs> Play the grown ups. Uh, uh, give me something positive from tonight. <clears throat> um, no one got injured. I don't think. I mean, I've just Where got I've just, just got a notification on my, on my. Remind us that <coughs> the recycling bins are going to go out tonight, so that's good. Oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> um, positives. Oh, there's got to be some. I did, just, I did um, on the way in, true story, stopped at Asda on the way in, and um, I saw Melby's sister in Asda. Oh, that's for Pudsy. Is that like bad luck? Is it like... No. That's, that's all I've got to cling on to from tonight. Because I'm struggling to be that bothered about going out of the Carabao Cup, because everything is on, is on Saturday, isn't it? It is hard, because there's not the same... There's not the same sort of turmoil as losing a league game at the moment where like if we if we lose to Norwich I think it's fair to we say we'll, we'll be a lot more bothered than this mm. this is just a bit it's just a bit frustrating it, it's a, it feels like every year the cup could be an opportunity to have some fun and then you have to play in it and you realise it's shit <laughs> it's just it's just it's so it's are just we, are, we gonna, are we going to reach that point with the Premier League eventually <laughs> quite possibly just forget it I know it feels like oh it could be exciting you'll get to see some young players and stuff it just never works. Not for us. Maybe it works for other players. There's other a big teams. benefit to going out in the first round of this competition because well, we didn't. Um, it's the fourth round. <laughs> no, but like last season, it's a trudge on beating that's, crew, and that's exactly what I mean. The benefit last year when we went out to Hull, and you know Charlie Creswell was terrible in a, a bad performance from everybody, and we lost on penalties. It just it didn't matter because not a lot of people were interested in it. But then you you get tempted in to the later stages and suddenly you're at the Emirates and a lot of people have paid a lot of money to go and watch it and spend all day down there and um, all the, the costs and shenanigans and time off work and all that kind of stuff you have to arrange and then you still just lose anyway and it's 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 something about the kind of the the character of the competition just reeks of Sean Harvey mm. and that's I think that's why we're also never going to be able to to, to win it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just doing this in the uh, in the modern streaming style as we are doing this um, live on YouTube. Um, Hisham has just jumped in the comments asking about Click. That uh, do you do you feel do you agree that we um, we lost our grip in midfield when he came on? He wasn't good. What's happened <laughs> to him? What, what's happened to him? Well, it was. I don't well, I mean. You know, uh, it was decent it, against Watford. Wasn't well, it? so the nature of football fans is to completely write write people off, or they are the gold standard. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Where is Click at the minute then? I think if we've got more depth, he's probably not starting games at the moment, but we haven't, so he will. Yeah, and, he came off the bench here. Well, yeah, and he's being rested, wasn't he? Yeah. Tonight, and, well, or well, let's give we're trying to get Forshaw sure sure fit, yeah. aren't we? Because we need some options there. But yeah, he's, he's quite. he seems quite badly out of form this season. I mean, he, he was better against Watford, wasn't he? I mm-hmm. seem to remember us kind of praising him there, saying he looked a bit back to his old ways. But then that's just one game, and it's you need you want to see a bit more sustained form from him. Yeah, against Wolves, it was kind of like it felt like there was a force field of badness around him, where every pass that went into him missed him, and every pass that he tried to play out missed, and it was just kind of things would be good, but then they went near click and they just turned bad. And I don't think tonight he did any. There weren't any like particular mistakes. There wasn't like you know Calvin getting tackled and giving up a chance in the and. Uh, passing the ball straight out of play when he was trying to give it to Drummer and all that kind of stuff. He didn't do any of that. He just didn't do anything. And that's kind of, he's not having any impact on games. And what it will be is, uh, if Furpo's back, then Stuart Dallas is. Well, just on, on that way, actually, um, getting the comments just coming in now uh, post match, and Bielsa saying that they don't. Furpo is injured forever. Uh, well, Rafinha and Shackleton, um, their knocks. Uh, he doesn't think that will affect their participation on Sunday at Norwich, which is good. And that lifts the spirits, doesn't it, knowing that? Yeah, I kind um, of forget Rafinha wasn't playing tonight and he's our best mm-hmm. player by an absolute mile. Yeah. So um, yeah, that would help. There's the Bamford factor as well. I don't know if his kind of stock is uh, rising in his absence, but he's an England international striker. And um, his ability, his pressing up front and his defensive work <laughs> in that area is something that the longer we play without it, the more... Um, you realise we miss it. I mean, you go back to the kind of the championship debates that we were having week by week about him versus Enketia, and there's absolutely no 
choice now. I mean, you never see Bamford on the goal line nearly missing, do you? <laughs> you did then, Not admittedly. You did back in um, when Enketia was um, breathing down his neck, but um, you wouldn't swap him now, and you 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 would feel the difference when Bamford is back in this Leeds team. I think. Just looking at um, Adam Pope's comments, uh, quoting Bielsa, talking about that the substitutions not working out as intended to fortify our offensive, in other words, strengthen our attack. Um, after Leeds went behind, he said Arsenal decided to defend, but his concern was Leeds not being able to take the ball into dangerous areas, unlike the first half. I think that's where it felt like, this is maybe where Click comes into it, in that when we're struggling to break teams down, it feels like when we were at our best, he'd sort of drop drop in, pick it up, turn, quickly knock it out to the wing, and then there'd be overlaps, and it just it would be able to quite quickly knock teams out of shape. Whereas tonight, it, and this season, all season to an extent, it's felt a little bit ploddy through those areas, and it's just it's quite easy to stop us attacking, it feels like at the moment. Whereas last mm. year it was we suffocated teams in a way because we'd have people bombing on all over the pitch and it was like it it was hard to get a grip of where exactly all of our players were. It felt like tonight it was just so easy to just look at look at our team and just go, Well, they're all just stood where they should be. We can just we can just stay in our shape and mark them. Mm. Some of the crispness was gone. Mm. And it's not even just um that because that feeling was part of the feeling against Wolves in the first half that was happening just below me where it's the Dallas Harrison um, click combinations that we're looking for and they're all doing the right kind of things but just missing each other by a little bit and then just goes out for a throw in and it's kind of just and it happened in the second half with and this is why I don't know if it's this kind of click force field but Sam Greenwood did a, a back heel to him where he, he would have been running on and it would be something that he's done well he has done hundreds of times in the under-23s and do it in training and it just misses him just enough for it to fail and it's so nobody's doing nobody's doing the wrong things they're just the things they're doing the right things they're just not quite working and that is a bit of the that's the the Bielsa kind of faith that you get from this because when I watched was getting into what we'll be talking about tomorrow um, on the main podcast but Norwich against Chelsea where there's just they were they were attack, they were attacking, and they get into the fact that nobody has an idea what to do. Whereas whenever we go forward, we know what we're trying to do. It's just not working, and you can see the things that they know what to do not working. It's not like anybody's arriving in uh, Arsenal's half and going, "I don't have a clue what is going on from here." They all know what they're doing, so that is um, that gives you more faith because keeping doing those things will get results than just standing there. At least we have a plan, Chelsea. is what you're saying. It's just a, yeah. it's just like a little bit of magic as well, which is what Rafinha brings when mm. he's in the team. And it's what, in truth, maybe it's something we'd have struggled with previously when we didn't have Pablo in the championship, is that the same patterns would be there, but there was just no one to move back and maybe just stop the running for a second and stand and wait to get a pass and just and just hit the right ball at the right time, and everything. All of us, it suddenly makes everything else work. Sometimes does a, a player like that, mm. and it's and Rafi- like Rafinha was absolutely destroying Wolves. And I know we yeah. we did equalise without him on the pitch. And they destroyed him. Well, yeah, <laughs> because they're evil. <laughs> but like he was, he was so good on the weekend, and you can easily see how having a player like that and a player like you know Pablo in the Championship it was often the best player on the pitch, and it it, it it just made it incredibly different to watch. I think having someone mm. who could do that, and mm. that's then. But the fact that we did get that equaliser against Wolves, without him, that came about from just keeping doing the same things until they paid off. And that's what we've seen 
a lot of over the years with Bielsa. And if you remember the, the championship games, it's still essentially the same team where you get into the 85th minute of a match and they're still just going same moves, same passes, doing the same things. And finally, 89th minute, we'd concede. No, we wouldn't. We'd, we'd, we'd score at last. And it's kind of the, the Wolves game was a, a perfect example of that where we keep getting into the same places and then suddenly there was the opportunity for Joffy to turn, get in the box, get a penalty. But the one, <laughs> what's crucial to that is not being 2-0 down at 85 minutes. Yeah, and what's, that never helps. What's crucial to that is being able to defend a goal a corner with a goalkeeper in front of the line instead of behind it and Liam Cooper remembering he's a he's the Premier League Leeds United captain, not the Chesterfield version that he'll be like. Say, speaking of Joffy, let's have a quick word with him before we finish. A word um, with him? Is he on the phone? A word about him, even, oh, is what I meant. Yes, um, because he didn't really get into that one. And again, it, it, it kind of highlights that difference between throwing him on when we're... I know we were chasing the game against Wolves, but we really had the upper hand in that. Whereas tonight, we didn't have the upper hand in that game. It was getting away from us and he, he couldn't really... Um, shine in it but and we what the point is he's just going to take a little bit of time just to bed in find the spaces that he can play in in the Premier League because it's going to be different to the under 23s it's like we're saying about Phil Foden as well coming onto a, into a team full of really good players playing really well is very different to that where he basically was thrown on when we'd already lost a grip of the game we'd more or less stopped attacking in any meaningful way and you're essentially saying well if you can get it and do something good that'd be ideal but but ultimately you're not going to get the ball in any dangerous areas so it's kind of on you to carve something out here mm. yeah there's going to be two sides to Joffy's progress towards um, inevitable brilliance and world fame and a lot of that is to do with what we miss Bamford doing which is all the running and the pressing up front which is what he's being brought on and ending up having to do so when he it's only really the last uh, 20 minutes against um, Wolves after he had the shot where he's really made an impact on the game the rest of the time is just doing the running from defender to defender that Bamford does um, all the time and it's a weird thing to be asking an exciting young talent to do to come on and just don't do anything glamorous just chase their defenders and try and get the ball off them and that's why I think there'll be an element with the rest of this season of that's probably a better job for an older player a more experienced player who's going to concentrate on the job and then we can get Joffy in for hopefully the more exciting moments or the less pressure moments where it's, you know, Arsenal away and concentrate on scoring the absolute world bangers in the under 23s and hone the 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 glamour there. So we'll see two sides for him the rest of the season He's, where we'll come away from a game like this going, well, all he did was just like kind of press, but good because he, he'll have to learn that side of things as well. Um, but it, it ended up although I don't particularly rate uh, <coughs> Arsenal's <coughs> reserve back line, um, it ended up with our under-23s attack against Arsenal's defence, and that probably was never going to work, and I don't know if it was ever... That would have won us. Had we got to the final against Man City, that would have worked. <laughs> I don't know if um, I don't know if anyone's asked Bielsa this, but whether it did get to the the point of we were 2-0 down, because he was... Was he already going to bring on Somerville and Greenwood at that point? Yeah, they, they were... On the sideline, I think, when the, uh, when the goal went in. Whether we just thought, ah, oh, F it, we'll just stick the kids on. Jacko, Eddie, <laughs> come mm. and tell me, tell me what you think. I'm just going to throw the lads on. What do you reckon? And just give it a give it a go. Mm. Um, I mean, Waterworks, I agree with this comment on the YouTube um, comments saying um, basically Judge Bielsa on the league and not the Cups. And it's true, isn't it? And it's crap to have to be so pragmatic about like a defeat tonight when 
you know, obviously we'd all like to get to Wembley, but you know, the club we know can't afford to not be in the Premier League. So, and, and it's not always a choice. It doesn't have to be a choice because it's also been Wigan pointed did, out. Wigan did both, didn't yeah. they? They won the cup and got relegated. Yeah. So, but you know, I'd just like another you know, point being made. I'd just like a bit more consistency. I feel like this season, I'm sick of flip flopping between we're absolutely terrible and going down, and actually no, everything's fine. Which has happened with the what there was the Watford game, and then. Wolves again was good, but then in between those, we've had some mm. shit shows. So the, I does. mean, the point is, if if four o'clock rolls around on Sunday and we've beaten Norwich, then mm. happy days, isn't it? This will be long since forgotten. And then we've got Leicester, and then another international break. Oh, great, yeah. And I'm, I do wonder about the uh, um, what impact that has on because the things that they seem to be failing at are things that they practice. Mm. So whether it's not being able to get that rhythm of it's just. League murder ball, league murder ball, league murder ball. Instead, it's a bit of that, and then it's Brazil and Poland and wherever else all the players have been going to um, Northern Ireland. All the we need to know we need to noble Rafinha again, don't we? In November, well, it might help, but then there's after no, the next international break, there's not another one for months. So there is, it gets into just a rhythm of. Football at that point. rhythm of grinding defeats throughout December. <laughs> yeah, and the, thanks, Michael. Uh, but that um, that kind of looming doom is kind of you touched on it being a shame that we can't go to Wembley. And I think there's also that. I hate Wembley. I've not enjoyed any trip there ever. But we, apart from when I did the tour, <coughs> we ended last season with that big feeling of oh, next year we could just sneak into Europe. And you didn't want to make it like a realistic game, but you still had that we could get the, this team as it is could get into. Europe and this season the start of the season is kind of it's one it said right we're not getting into Europe mm. so that dream's over and then now you're not going to win the Carabao Cup or even get to the final so there's another one slap <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> on which happy note <laughs> we're uh, we're trying to roll from those uh, dry sides but then it's worth as you uh, said then and as was it Waterworks was the mm. person um, I hope they're not dumping anything into the sea yeah that um Staying in the league for these two seasons put together is the target, isn't it? And it's just not. A fun should, one. should we do that? Let's go do that on Sunday instead and wrap this one up. I mean, Norwich are going to be a pushover. It's going to be. So Why good. have you said that? Because they're, they're, they, haven't they, got a, they haven't had a win yet. <laughs> well, they're not going to beat us. I don't um, think they'll win all season. Uh, listen, thanks for joining us for the for the live stream. We'll return hopefully with a more positive one on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Um, and if you want to check out TSB Plus, our subscriber package, which is where you can find all the. Um, the live streams after the game and uh, and the match balls and all yeah, you don't get this for free every week and, and it's kind of misery and two coughing idiots <laughs> <laughs> two blokes who can't talk and one that talks too much yes, it's a, <laughs> in a way that's the perfect combination but um, it does even itself out sometimes Some, a, it, sometimes I don't even talk it's been a lovely I just tri- sulk. tribute to Trevor Francis was this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah right um we will. Uh, we'll, we'll crack. I had to figure out the reference. I figured out the reference. Oh, just the cold. Go do an impression of him. Well, it's just that. Uh, anyway, hey, listen, that just reminds me just before we do um, been off the stream, Farker on Sunday, isn't it? It is Farker. Can we hear from Farker? I don't know. He's got, I've got cold at the minute. I'll have to. Um, what do you mean? You've got a cold. So what, what about well, Farker? We'll see, if, we'll see how Farker is by the weekend. Eh? Yeah, so we're recording propaganda on um, Wednesday morning and the main show as well. That's so tomorrow, isn't it? It mm. is, yes. So look out for those. Um, Are we just going to go to bed under this table? <laughs> yeah. It'd save some time, wouldn't I'm it? I'm not staying a minute longer in this infected room than I have to. I want to get out and get some fresh Elland Road air. Yes. Um, right. Thanks a lot for uh, for watching and listening. We'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. Even 
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 